0: Are you ready? Oh, yeah! Strap yourselves in for the Gaming Hub. Your hosts, Tyler.
1: You can't handle the truth.
0: Graham. The
1: force is strong.
0: And Steven. You cannot be serious. Let's get started.
1: Alrighty then. Hey, everybody, welcome into the Gaming Hub. This is episode number 121, and uh, I'm so glad you joined us this week. Uh, I'm your host, Tyler. Uh, we're joined by our normal co-host. Let's start with Graham. Graham, what have you been playing this week? And uh, anything fun and interesting happened for you? Well,
2: first of all, thank you for saying I'm normal, because I was wondering if that was the case. <laughs> uh, I've been working. Uh, obviously, that's, uh, that's pretty much a staple in my life. Yeah. But I have played some interesting games. I got back into State of Decay 2. And I forgot how much fun that game is when you play co-op and especially when the person you're with is driving the vehicle and they're just crashing it and flipping it upside down, especially after you put gas in it. Like, So it definitely gives you lots of opportunity to make your own stories and not to mention running over zombies and swinging the door open. Like, a lot of fun. And you can like just pretty much do whatever you want. So I was enjoying that. Um, like I said, there's been some... Betas have been out there. Uh, I got into NHL 19, mm-hmm. which uh, they said that they dumbed down how many uh, penalties you get by tripping, but I still was getting them. I was on a stream there. I don't know if anybody's listening, watched this on the stream, but uh, yeah, it was uh, <laughs> it was definitely interesting. Do got you a remember lot of the penalties.
3: exact minute amount of penalties you had? <laughs>
2: I, I do not. Um, it was a pretty high I- number.
3: I think I do. It was uh, 34 minutes. 34 minutes in penalties? Yes. Yeah. You, you took 17 penalties that game. What was the score of that game, by the way, Grant? <laughs> you want to refresh the memory? Uh, I know what I got.
2: I don't know what my uh, my opponent <laughs> well, got. And did well, you even really get, get that? Yeah.
3: <laughs> Your opponent scored the goals for both teams. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> was, it, was this on like 17 to 1? Is that, is that a little too high? Was it more like 13 or 14 to 1?
2: I I honestly don't know. Uh, at one point, I just like I just turned it off, and my focus was to get at least one goal, and and I did get that goal. It it doesn't matter the specifics of what stick it came off of. It just matters <laughs> that it came up on my side of the scoreboard. So yeah. Um, other than that, uh, there was a, was a beta for or a demo, sorry, not beta, because you got to be careful with those words. Uh, I played Mega Man Eleven demo on yeah. the Nintendo Switch and i tell you right now, those games are made for the Switch. Great little handheld, little platformer, lots of fun. I I haven't seen it on the big screen, but I'm sure it's just good up there as well.
1: Okay. But yeah, it was stock full
2: of games for sure. You played
1: some Battlefield as well, didn't you?
2: Yes, we did. Uh, Three of us participated in that. Uh, My my view on it is it's a lot of fun. It looks gorgeous in 4K. Uh, I definitely didn't see like the elements about carrying the gun so i don't know if they just like restricted some of that stuff and like even rebuilding like the sandbags like i know it's a while before the game releases so i we played a little bit of conquest but i enjoyed the maps uh they do have like dynamic weather changes which was cool to watch like one had snow and one later on like when i think second or third play uh, playthrough like it was raining and you could just see like puddles forming and stuff like that so I, I enjoyed the game. What do you guys, what you guys played it? What do you guys think yeah. of it?
1: Um, Steven, you want to go first on Battlefield? You played it?
3: Sure. Um, I played all of one match because there was a <laughs> something I was way, way, way more excited for on the day we were playing, but we'll get into that later. Um, it, it was it was good. It didn't feel that much different to me than Battlefield One, minus the fact that you only get like five rounds in your in your in your gun, in your <laughs> magazine, and that that's all you get. So. <laughs> Tough. Okay,
1: it's not quite that it's bad. Literally not. But bad, no. <laughs> I will. I will say though, like you know, to to your point, man, I ran out of ammo more times last night playing Battlefield Five than I think I ever have in Battlefield before.
3: Which right. is crazy because if you've ever seen Tyler play, he he's not alive for very long. So. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but uh, do we know for sure if the game was in 4k because i i wasn't playing in 4k I, I i had it connected to my capture card so i was only outputting 1080p mm-hmm. um and it still looked great in in 1080p so i i don't know I, if it's in 4k I, I would like to see the full game in 4k i think it's gonna look i don't know really nice
1: yeah i don't know 100 for sure but the the game you're right the game looks fantastic like the look of the game is great um, the weapons, you know, a little more accurate than they were in Battlefield One, which is by design because it's World War Two era versus World War One. And I don't know the map that we played the most, the uh, the one in I think Norway. You know, Stephen, that's the one you played on. That's a pretty good map. I I had a pretty good time with it. There that's you know. true. It it was it was one of the
3: better maps. Um, at, at least as I can remember of Battlefield. There's that one that you talked about in off the stream, Tyler, the the desert one. I yeah, on one. World War, or yeah. yeah, Battlefield One. And I mean, those of you that have been listening to us know that my biggest gripe with Battlefield is that sometimes the maps are ginormous and, you know, you spawn in, run for two minutes in real time, get shot and have to do it all over again. because yeah. your squad mates can't stay alive either. Um and like so this map kind of struck the balance between feeling bigger than like your average COD map, for instance, but not being a pain in the butt to traverse, you know, on foot.
1: On foot. Yeah. So absolutely. So Grant, what are your like impressions on it as far as like you know Battlefield's your favorite shooter? I I think that's fair to say. Yeah, no, that's
2: fair to say for sure.
1: So like you're probably even more excited than I am for this game because this is the shooter you play, so what are your thoughts on it?
2: Um, My thoughts on it, like, I kind of agree with Steven. It's not, like, a huge, like, leap from Battlefield 1 to Battlefield 5, but, like, getting in-depth and stuff where you can do, like, your assignments and stuff like that, so it seems like it's added a lot of little features to the game to make it a little more interesting, get you more on to play, like, on a daily basis or something like that. Uh, but overall, yeah, I quite enjoyed it. Uh, like I said, the environment thing was really cool. Um, I did like the prone thing and stuff like that, just messed around with it. Like nothing really like was like mind blowing from that. And the part where like you're, you're dying and you can like choose to bleed out quicker or you can like call out for help. Well, every time I call it out for help, they're like, yeah, I can help you, but I'm just going to go this way. So I don't know if people like checking like the scoreboard and it's like, well, this guy's not killing a lot of people so we can just let him die because it, you don't need to be a medic now to revive someone like anybody can revive you. So I find a lot of people are, aren't doing that, which it's kind of hurts the team overall. But other than that, there's not a lot that really stood out. Like we've only played two maps and we only played like two or three times and each game is so long, like, you it's a while before you'll get a different experience that you can talk about, right? Yeah. So, yeah, no, so far so good, and uh, I am still excited for it, and it's still a long ways away. Yeah. So I'm not going to get too excited because there's going to be so many other games, and by the time that comes out, I might not even really care that much about it, but I, I will play it because I normally pick one shooter, and that's usually my go-to
1: yeah it was it was close for you between battlefield and uh battlefront two right <laughs> yes <laughs> real close yeah how long did you play Battlefront two for? Was it just like that one night like other than story, but like multiplayer
2: yeah, it was only the one night you're right,
1: yeah, man, that was not fun
2: no, and I heard they had like the battleship battles and stuff like that, like spaceship battles yeah and i I never gave that a try so and that was something like when i play rogue once or rogue squadron for the 64 like i loved the ship battles so like to see it like even when i played the campaign when you're like going around in the spaceship and stuff like that so i think i would like that more than like on the ground combat because i did not enjoy that at all and then they had like the the heroes that you'd fight and they just come and just kill you like you're not even there so yeah didn't really enjoy it. That's, no. that's, that's, that's well, safe. well. I
1: think I think uh, a lot of people are with you on that. And Battlefront Two is a game that I often forget even exists right now. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, stop bringing it up. Yeah, I don't want to remember it. I know that was a regrettable purchase. Um, if we heard from from Stephen. I'm going to go back to him here in a second. I'll just say real quick. Uh, I played a decent amount of games this week. I played Golf Club 2019. Stephen and I played that uh, last Saturday stream. Some of it and uh it went really well uh, for one of us and but uh but Steven you put some more time in that game and like uh you know got uh where you, you I think you feel a little bit better at it um golf games are kind of my thing like it's it's one of those games that i'm just pretty good at but uh but that was fun and then uh, a lot of Madden this week got through a lot of solo challenges i think i earned like 120,000 coins this week or something like that um and uh battlefield 5 we talked about and the last one i'm gonna leave or nhl 19 i played some of the trial i'm writing the review for the xboxhub.com uh, we are the official podcast of that site so uh, look for that uh madden review was posted somewhat recently and then I'm, I'm writing the nhl 19 review uh played some of the trial i'll be playing more of that through the weekend but Stephen, i want to go to you for the other game i've been playing because you have been playing quite a bit of it yourself more than i have even i have so tell us about it but
3: but first i'm gonna start with what i've been playing through the beginning of the week before because the the last i'm gonna end with the best so you know i i haven't played that much madden as much as i wanted to play um i did stream some red dead redemption on tuesday i mean that's going to be kind of a recurring theme i think going forward through the uh Through the release of the second one, you know, just playing through the story one more time just to remember it all, and so I can remember the characters because I feel like Red Dead Redemption 2, being that it's a prequel, will have like uh, characters that are in the second game and and in or that were in the. I'm trying to get the order right. That we're in Red Dead Redemption One, which is the yeah. <laughs> furthest into the story. They're gonna—I assume some of them will be in the Red Dead Redemption Two, and so I'm trying yeah. to remember them. Um, well, and like confirmed, someone's...
1: isn't it? Because don't don't we know we're gonna see like John Marston in.
3: Yeah, no, I, I didn't mean Carson. Like sure. I, I meant some of the the side side oh, characters. Oh, okay. Like yeah. uh, I I finally came, or I did the mission where you rescue like the snake oil salesman. Yes. And someone in someone in chat mentioned that they would they want to see him um back in yes. the second game, and I agree. And it, and honestly, I'm glad I've been playing it because I would have forgotten about him to be honest with you. I don't know if like I would have enjoyed him in the second one. I just think I would have forgotten because it's been so long. It's been like five years since I beaten the first game um and that is kind of what sucks about gaming over movies with like chronological stories like this that take but yes a story for a different time um but so after red dead obviously the big the big thing i've been playing is uh spider-man um i i ended up having to take the day off work today because i had a plumber coming out to fix my uh my garbage disposal and it was kind of a blessing in disguise i mean it sucks not getting paid of course but uh i got to play spider-man for literally like eight hours nine <laughs> <Yeah>. hours because <today. laughs> I, I played it from like eight thirty to four o'clock um with only little minor breaks for for things um and and i played it like three hours last night too so, so I've, i already have like 11 hours into the game and and it, it came out today technically um so I, I could i could speak on a lot of things but we're gonna save most of the the
1: details uh, details yeah. for the
3: review uh that's a patreon specific or a patreon exclusive Time show exclusive. Yep, coming yep. coming next week um but like just Thoughts on the game, like quick hits. It's so much fun just to traverse around. Um, I I'm not one to collect collectibles. Uh, I think most games just throw it in to pad their gameplay. But in Spider-Man, yeah. because it's fun to like roam around the city as Spider-Man, like I'm doing them all because it's it kind of gives me a reason to do them. Um, like for instance, I've been chasing pigeons, and I never would do that. in like I think Grand Theft Auto had. It was either Grand Theft, I think it was Grand Theft Auto. It might be Assassin's Creed where you had to collect like fifty pigeons, and that was stupid. But in this game, it's fun <laughs> because you're <laughs> Spider-Man. So I, I'm just having a blast with it. I'm already like forty-four percent. I think forty-three percent of the way through the game, like completion, like the little percentage thing. Yeah. And and I've only done like three story story missions because <laughs> um I've been just doing literally every side thing I can find um. Before I advance the story, and I, I don't normally do that. I'm hoping I don't get burned out, because again, those of you that listen to the show know <laughs> I God have <laughs> a, I have I have trouble finishing things. Um, be that uh, TV shows, move or not movies, but TV shows and or or video games are the two I'm really bad at finishing. Yeah. Um, so I'm I'm hoping this this doesn't do that, but like I'm probably gonna get to the end before I know it, before I can actually like quit on the game, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's possible I beat it this weekend. I, I don't I don't think so um, considering it's the start of the NFL this season, or Sunday
1: and I am excited for that. Yeah. but and we'll talk a yeah. little bit about that in a second too, but just my thoughts real quick so man, the I, so Stephen you and I talked about it offline before we started recording, but I kind of had that moment before I bought this game where I was like a little hesitant. I was like man, I, I just really hope I don't regret this purchase and then i did it and you said kind of you understood that feeling at least um but man i feel silly for feeling that way at this point this is the most fun i've had in a video game since sunset overdrive which you guys know i rave about on this show and this game is so much fun like it's just it's not it's not a perfect game by any means it's not a bad game it's a really good game it's not perfect it's not going to win game of the year But it's just really fun. And if this is sort of a signal of what we're going to see from the fall release season, like, man, I'm looking forward to this fall because this is a great way to kick it off. And, uh, man, I'm only 15% through. Uh, Steven, you're a lot farther than I am so far. But, excuse me, I got a lot of time in with it today. And this game is just so much fun. There's so much stuff to do. And it's one of those games where it's really easy to say, oh, I'm going to quit after this, but then there's like, oh, one more thing, it's right here. You know? I'm going to go do it. And it, like you said, it's so much fun to just sort of traverse around the city and and do different things and, and between the landmarks and the backpacks and all the stuff that's there, there's some really cool Easter eggs in this game as well. Some of which you do just by doing the story, others by doing some of the other stuff. Man, it, this is a lot of fun. And Insomniac is between sunset overdrive and this they've elevated themselves to one of the best video game developers in my eyes that there is today
3: I don't know if I'd go that far but they're, they're like they do make me, fun though. games for like what oh, I okay. like yeah, yeah like for opinion. what I like okay right? I, can, I can see that and yeah. and on on the topic of Easter eggs um I I implore you guys that's a that's red dead joke by the way Mm. um i implore you guys if you guys know you're gonna play spider-man and you like a a marvel fan like try to avoid everything on the on the internet i know it's hard yes but the like just coming across things in in the game that i didn't know were in there was like awesome i was like like uh, they were listening to me last night cuz we were at a party and I was playing the game and I was like I was like oh my gosh that's in there that's so cool like I, I honestly didn't expect it to happen and just seeing it like made me kind of like happy and giddy or whatever so yep. yeah just if you if you know if you know you're a fan of Marvel um like a big fan of Marvel at least just the cinematic universe um and you know you you play you know you're going to play the game like I I would try to avoid everything like the plague because like if i would have known the thing i saw was in there i don't think it would have been as cool i i honestly had forgotten yeah. about the three things that were in the game that i came across and i was like oh my gosh i didn't even like i guess so, i should have but i didn't expect it and so yeah, that's just my
1: and credit to you I, steven for not ruining it for me and i yeah, you know welcome. like graham's probably not going to play the game but um like we were talking about today i i, I let slip one thing between the three of us but maybe two but, uh, <laughs> but, Who who's counting? Yeah, you know whatever. <laughs> but um, but uh, I, I am gonna go to Graham on this in a second to be the buzzkill around it all. But it uh, I feel like Insomniac took all the things they did really really well in Sunset between the traversal and like the collectibles and stuff like that and just learned from that and made it much much better even this time. It's much more fun to collect the backpacks and stuff like that than to go get the, like, tennis shoes hanging from the electric wires, you know? And, uh, the toilet paper and all that stuff. Like, it's just, it's much more fun to do it in Spider-Man. And I had a great time doing it in Sunset. I just feel like they took it and made it that much better. Plus, they're backed by all the, like, lore and stuff in Marvel. In Spider-Man. And it just makes for a really fun experience and a really good game. And absolutely worth sixty dollars. If you're a PlayStation owner, man, and you like superhero stuff at all, buy this game. A lot of fun. And we'll we'll get into the details of it when we do our like uh, when we do our review episode, which will be a timed uh, patron exclusive. We'll be putting that out probably next weekend, maybe even a little sooner. We'll see. But uh, we'll get into the details then. But for now, uh, Stephen, I think you're with me. Buy the game, right? For yes. everybody out there, yeah.
3: Yeah, if you have a PlayStation, oh, so. definitely.
1: So now let's hear the other side. Graham. Yes? Why are you not interested in Spider-Man?
3: The main
2: reason I'm not interested is in it is there's so many games out there now that I've been playing and working on, and I know there's going to be a lot more being released real soon. And I just I pick and choose, and the Xbox is my main system to play on, just because... Kind of like the achievements and the gamer score and stuff like that. So, like, I buy PlayStation mainly for God of War because I'm a huge God of War fan. And, like, I see the game being fun, but I don't see it being, like, I got to play this. And, like, I'm maybe if I got a 10, maybe I'd be drawing in more. But, like, I know the game is not perfect, but I have other games out there. And, like, I can put countless hours into nhl 19 and to actually go really far you kind of have to so i feel like i'm just not going to dedicate the time to it and like basically i last time i used my playstation was for god of war and yeah. like there's a few reasons but like there's not a lot pulling me into it to make me want to go purchase it like, maybe when it becomes – maybe maybe even Black Friday if it's really cheap and maybe if there's something that I feel like is missing in my life and I'm kind of tired of the games, which I doubt, then I might go check in on it. But I wasn't as big a fan as Sunset Overdrive as both you guys were. Like, I really enjoyed the game and stuff like that, but I didn't think, wow, this is amazing and all that stuff.
0: Yeah.
2: So, like – yeah like if i look for games that i can like traverse and spend all this time like i feel like there's other games that i could go back to or maybe even finish because like i haven't finished shadow of war right so i feel like i can't justify it
1: so to be to be fair to graham before everybody sends hate mail um (laughs) don't hate me you know uh the gaming podcast at gmail.com by the way uh care care of graham yeah, there's an um,
3: extra H and A in his name, too, by the way. Um, yes, it's, 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 it's not spelled
1: it's, G-R-A-M it's, for those... It's so you can laugh at him.
3: That. So just just remember, it. <laughs> laughing at Graham. Ha, yes. Graham.
1: <laughs> so, but, but... no, no, I mean... But, no, anyway, we, we, real, real, oh, real quick, Stephen, real quick. Go, go. So, Graham, in defense, two of the four games you're looking forward to most this fall come out next week, correct? Yes. <laughs> so... That's, I, I guess I'll, you know, we'll give you a pass on that. And I will say this, like Spider-Man is a single player game and it's a very well done one. and It's super fun. But are you missing out on anything by playing it in February versus playing it now? No. Um, You, you might get some stuff ruined for you. If you go on sites like today, you know, there are gaming sites out there where like every other article is about Spider-Man.
0: Mm-hmm. I and, understand
1: that. So you might get something ruined for you. But it's not going to take away from the core experience of the game. Steven, go ahead.
3: Yeah, I was just going to say, for, for those of you that might be listening that are like Graham that want the game but maybe not right away, um, I bet you there's going to be like a Game of the Year edition that yeah. includes all the DLC. And I bet you it's going to be reasonably priced. It might come out for 60 but Or it will probably come out at 60 But it will drop pretty quickly. And, I mean, how long is the turnaround on those? Like, I, I think... Once like March or April of next year hits where there's a little or at least yeah. April, where there's a little more of a lull, like that might be the time to get it when they're when you don't you're you finished your holiday window games, um, you finished the early part of next year's games, and now you can go back and play like the game of the year edition. Exactly well, what I would do with the Tomb Raider games if I was Well and Steven, not Game
1: that's, that's kind of our plan for Assassin's Creed, isn't it? Not, well, a little, a little bit. bit. We're just going to wait for oh, it to yeah. drop $20 on Black
3: Friday to buy right. it,
1: but. But doesn't this game just scream 30 to $40 on Black Friday? Because it's coming out early September. You get, oh, I'm sure. Yeah. You get your initial sales out of the way. Like, this this game, to me, seems like a no-brainer for a Black Friday sale. And I'm not encouraging people to wait uh, until then. But for people like Graham, Graham, would you buy it for $30?
2: I'd probably buy it for 30, but I don't know if I would play it right away. Like if I see that there's a good deal and stuff like that, then yeah. maybe. Or maybe I'd just keep waiting cuz it's only going to go further down in price and the no, game is not going to change.
1: Unless it's Grand the Black Friday sale will happen and then the game's going to go right back to 60.
2: Yeah. So maybe so- I will pick it up, but I can't say I will play it at that point. Okay. Because okay, so if I go to YouTube and I probably don't know what the answer to this. I'd be like, okay, I'm either going to play Spider-Man or Red Dead 2. What are you going to tell me to play? Red Dead well, 2. I'm
3: going to tell you to get Red Dead the day of release, not yes. on Black Friday.
1: But yeah. Red Dead has a multiplayer component to it that's going to be a big part of the world in the game in general. Um, so you you kind of want that day one.
2: Yeah, but... I don't know if I'm going to lean towards the multiplayer aspect of it. Because, like, like I know it's a bit later, but Fallout 76, like, that probably will be the one I will go for with my multiplayer. So,
1: Stephen, Graham's starting to talk as... He's starting to use verbiage that makes it sound like he's going to buy Red Dead.
3: <laughs> well, he is the richest out of the three of us, so he can afford he it is. for sure. <laughs> but, um... No, I,
1: He works <laughs> like, the most I... and sleeps the least, and that's, that's, true, that's true on both counts, so... <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> uh, but, I mean... For Black Friday, like, it it does make sense that they would mark Spider-Man down. Because, like, it's, like, a good game to get. Parents probably might or could potentially buy it for their kids on Black Friday. Because it's 40 or 30 instead of 60. Mm -hmm. And it's a perfect game to get for. It's not. I mean, I haven't came across anything in the game that so far. And I put 11 hours into it that is, like, not kid-friendly. Like, I mean, I guess the violence makes it the T over the E. But. There's, not, there's no blood and there's no, like, no. cursing. So, I don't know. I don't get too far off topic here. But, yeah, right. I, I, if you, I'd either wait for that or if you're still busy then, which is possible, there's a lot of really long games, Red Dead and Fallout, yeah. coming out yeah. that are going to take just hours and hours and not, hours of time. Not to mention like, Assassin's
1: Creed if you're getting that. True. Or so if you're getting that. So, yeah. Well, I say there's Assassin's Creed
3: falls in the same boat as, as sure. uh, this one. Yeah, but... but yeah, if you're if you're really set on not being able to play right now, there's not much coming out around this unless you're a huge Tomb Raider or NHL fan. Right. Um, you have time, so you could wait for the, the the collection. But it's amazing. Go buy it. Um, if you have a PlayStation, you owe it to yourself. It's it's very fun.
1: Yeah, and like I said, we'll have uh we'll have a review episode uh, completely dedicated to Spider Man uh, probably about a week from now, in the next seven to to nine days. So. We look forward to doing that. We want to complete the game before we do that, so we'll have that up, and that'll be a timed Patreon-exclusive episode, so, all right, let's get the business out of the way first before we jump into news, guys, and uh, like I said earlier, we are the official podcast of the xboxhub.com. so head over there for all the latest in Xbox news, and even if you're a PlayStation fan, there's a lot of, you know, any third-party releases, there'll be news there as well. So the XboxHub.com, and they have a sister site called the SwitchHub.com for anything Nintendo-related. Grant probably gives them about 80% of their uh, visits. (laughs) (laughs) But no, that's how doing well, so the SwitchHub.com as well. So uh, we have a few different ways to join our community. And uh, the first one we want to mention is Facebook. So go on to Facebook and look up the Gaming Hub forums, join there. And you can also go to Twitch, where we're broadcasting live right now, and look up TXH Gaming Hub on Twitch. Make sure you hit follow. And from either of those places, Twitch or Facebook, you'll be able to uh, click on a link for our Discord channel. Uh, please join that. That's where we probably have the most like active conversation with our community and a lot of different stuff going on, whether it's about any games coming out or just general discussion, but also for like our men Franchise League, which started just a few days ago. Uh, Really excited to get that going. If you still want to join, absolutely time to do that. You just have to join our community and click on uh, the links in either uh, Facebook and probably better bet is is Discord to join in on that. Uh, That's a Madden 19 league on Xbox One. And uh, we've got an NHL tournament that we're starting up pretty soon as well. That'll be using NHL 18 uh, through EA Access on Xbox and uh discord's the best way to get all the information and just chat about all that that's uh that's going on we also have a minecraft server which we have quite a few people taking part in and again discord's the best way to kind of get all the information for that so please join that you can follow us on twitter txh gaming hub there as well uh like we mentioned earlier email so when you send Graham your hate mail for not liking spider-man um <laughs> it's at gmail.com. And finally uh we have a youtube uh channel it's the gaming hub podcast on youtube so uh we if you want to help support the show though there's a couple different ways to do that first is on twitch like we said uh follow the show but also if you're an amazon prime member you get a free twitch prime sub to use every single month for absolutely free and if you choose to spend that on us we really appreciate it more than you know uh if you don't choose to spend it on us spend it on somebody help support somebody that's growing their channel, putting out content and uh, help them grow. The other way is Patreon. We have a Patreon page, patreon.com slash gaming hub. And we want to spend out, or send out a special thank you to uh, our newest patrons, Thomas, Bradley, Brian, and Khalil. Thank you so much. Uh, we appreciate it, Like I said, more than you know, you're, you're helping the, support the show and the community and you're helping us grow and achieve the things we want to achieve. So thank you so much for that if you thought about joining patreon now's the time because one week from tonight we're going to be doing our patron exclusive giveaway of a full $60 game and what better month to get in on that because you get to pick from games like you know maybe Spider-Man or some of the other big releases coming out in the next 30 days so there's uh there's a lot of big stuff coming out now we're we're officially in the fall release window we're giving away a full $60 game and if you join at the $5 up level you are entered to win uh, a game, a full $60 game, every single month. And uh, we'd love to have you help uh, support the show and the community by doing that. And, and have a chance to win a, a great game. So, now it's time again, patreon.com slash gamingcob. All right, guys, anything else before we actually head into news for the week?
2: Yeah. I'm yeah? not saying I hate Spider-Man. I'm just saying... <laughs> I'm not getting it. <laughs> Graham hates Spider-Man. Hate
1: Graham hates Spider-Man and he hates, like, everything good in this world.
2: <laughs> it's not true.
1: <laughs> no, I have a heart. I know. So, all right. Let's head into news on that note. In the news. And we'll start with Anthem because BioWare has announced the Anthem demo release date. That is February 1st. And I don't know. I It's hard to get really excited about this. Like... Yeah, I'm looking forward to Anthem, and I can't wait to play it. But, man, there's so much good stuff coming out between now and then. I don't know. Uh, any level of excitement around the Anthem demo at this point?
3: No. Uh, I'm trying to, like, well, it's kind of twofold. I'm trying to keep my hype level for games that are coming out after January at a minimum. Um, and that includes the, the game I'm most looking forward to in the next six months uh, in Kingdom Hearts. Uh, but, I, on the other hand, also, I'm just... I'm, Really worried about this game for a variety of reasons. Um, part of it is like I, I heard, I saw saw some news piece about like how you interact with NPCs in in your own world. Excuse me, um, and you you weren't given many options in like dialogue, and I don't think it was as much as even you got in Mass Effect. And I I don't know. I just it's hard to get hype for this game it just is like even the e3 coverage um like i was was, you know a little excited but i'm worried i'm worried about this game i just don't know if it's gonna have enough content to make me like want to play um or if i'm gonna enjoy the time playing because at least even if i got sick of destiny 2 before i like thought i would i enjoyed the time i spent with it and i I don't know if, if that's the case. It's a little far out um, to be sure. I don't want to, like, like prejudge the game based on E3 coverage and we're only in September and the game doesn't come out until February. But, I mean, am I, am I wrong here? Like, are you guys excited for this?
2: Not when you compare it to Destiny 2. No. Um, <laughs> because I owned Destiny 2 and I pretty much just got through the campaign, which was relatively short. And then that was it. Graham, you did the
1: raid. Well, part of it.
2: Well, yeah, I I attempted the raid, yes. Um, So if Anthem is going to be like this and going to be this kind of vibe, so if I have my choice as a co-op online multiplayer game that I want to play, then it's going to be The Division 2. I'd rather play something where we know that it's not going to be too ambitious or something that's probably going to maybe... I don't know if function better is what I'm looking for. But, like I said, the, the demo will be what tells me if I'm really going to enjoy it. Especially yeah. if I play online with uh, these two guys and maybe somebody else. And mm-hmm. if it's a really enjoyable experience and stuff like that, well, then that will tell me if I want to get it. But well, yeah,
1: Graham, let, me, let me ask this real quick. Graham, you're yeah, a huge ahead. Mass Effect fan, right? Yes.
2: The original trilogy.
1: Yeah, yeah. Andromeda. So Bioware much. is the team behind that. See, and and, and, that, that, and they're the ones like it was their B team making Andromeda, yeah, because the A team was working on Anthem. Yeah. So with
2: that being said, then it does restore some hope because I thought they did an amazing job with that whole world of Mass Effect. Mm. And I know like Mass Effect was a trilogy and expanded over three games, and I think. The f- second one and third one was two discs. So th- these were pretty massive games, yeah. Ma- Mass Effect games. Um, so, and, like, this is, like, uh, like, Xbox One X. So I'm sure this game will be pretty massive itself. So, yeah, with that being said, that does give me a little more faith. And I'm sure after playing the demo for so long, like, I'll know if I'm ready. And I think this is going to offer what I'm looking for.
1: Well, so, let me ask you this real quick before Steven goes, because, yep. Graham, like, you... there It's natural to compare Anthem and Destiny, right? Because Anthem seems like EA's answer to Activision's Destiny.
2: Yeah, and I, I bet but, you they wish that the comparison wasn't made either.
1: Well, no, I mean, Destiny is still done very well, like, outside of... Because you hear a lot of negativity about it, but it has a loyal player base. Yes. Um, what needs to be different for you? no raids <laughs> to say okay well other than that though like yeah. what needs to be different because it's clear you just don't like the raid format or at least the kind of raids that are in destiny
2: well okay um, yeah i will not just say the raids um what's the other thing called strikes right yeah like the strikes just seemed like it was the same thing rehashed over and over maybe a little bit of different environment but it was the same boss and there wasn't that oh. much variety. Like, mm. there was not that many different types of enemies. There was, like, the alien or the robot type, and maybe the other, like, two more. There wasn't a lot of variants.
1: Yeah. No, there's, so, De- there's Destiny fans, like, screaming at you right now. Probably. For not knowing the names for, of them. The, wrong yeah. name. <laughs> <laughs> the robot ones. Yeah. Yeah, the robot <laughs> ones.
2: But, no, that's how I feel. Like, I, it didn't feel like it had enough character that I cared what okay. they were called. And I'm like, oh, great, it's the. Uh, Terminator, Alien, crossbreed things, or something like that. So, I think this game, like the environment, will offer a lot more, and I think it will be a better-looking game. So that—that's kind of how I look at it. I don't know what. What do you guys think? You think I'm crazy? What I'm Steven, talking about here?
1: Stephen, let's go to you because I know you had something.
3: I did. Um, my. I just I need to see more before I make a judgment on. Like, the demo right now would not convince me. It, it, if I saw nothing else about the game, I would not be interested in buying it, even if the demo played well. Because mm. gameplay, yes, matters, but stuff to do matters as well. Like, I if the gameplay's fun, which the gameplay, for all intents and purposes, in Destiny is fun, but, like, what you do mm. with the gameplay isn't, which is the case. Like, do you remember the, the first... DLC was just awful for Destiny oh, Two. Enough wise, to not, yes. yeah, not make us play Warmind. Um, <laughs> yeah. And like, so I'm worried about it. So I need to see more of the game before the demo comes out to make any judgment. I'll probably play the demo, but I, I can't like right now as it stands. I'm not going to be let, more let than me, likely buying.
1: Let me put it this like, way, to you guys. Say, right, right now you have to make a decision. You can only have one. Anthem or, or Division 2, which one
3: are you buying? Neither. I'm saving my money and buying Kingdom Hearts 3 on both no, systems. No, you're,
1: you're going to buy one. <laughs> I'm one buying
3: Kingdom Hearts 3 on both systems.
1: Okay. So, Graham? <laughs> well, that's tough. Well,
2: I think, I think I'll go with Division 2. Just because I'm thinking of other people and the enjoyment of it. And... I don't know. And some people are worried about Anthem. I'm not sure if their reasons are valid, but there are worry for Anthem. I never heard any worry of Division 2, and everyone seems to be excited. And the E3 demo or the showing came off better, I think, for Division 2. So yeah. that, that would be the one I would choose.
3: Yeah. The only issue... I. <sighs> people are comparing or what the people are expecting stuff out of the division 2 based on what the ending to division 1 looked like and i mean yes. ending as in like like how they fixed the division 1 yep. but as destiny showed yes. it doesn't necessarily yes. matter what you do in the ending to your first game if the second game makes the same mistakes as the first one and yeah. and and that's not fair to 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 the division at all um not in the slightest for bungie's just snafus or whatever for literally making the same mistake twice I, come on I, I i'm a little upset with that but
1: but there's no I guarantee probably,
3: yeah there's no guarantee you you can't be sure that the division two will not make the same mistakes and i remember they said what there was like six raids in the division and that might throw Graham off um but <laughs> do they say if those were going to be in the game from the start or if those were going to be added in as time went on do I you remember? remember
1: i don't remember honestly yeah, yeah. And Graham, like, so, not not all raids are the same.
2: Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know.
3: I, so, I like the puzzle aspect as well as the shooter. I had fun doing yeah. the raids. I Graham would have like just had an aneurysm doing the dog. Oh uh, goodness, yes, I, I hated
1: that level, but I it's... actually
3: quite enjoyed it. It required a lot of communication, but I, I want to get on on Destiny talk here. Um, it got into my head to answer your question. To be honest with you, I think I would choose Anthony over the division just because. Okay. Sorry, Anthem. did I say Anthony? <laughs> Anthony. <laughs> I meant Anthem. I combined Anthem and Destiny. I would choose Anthem over the Division just because I, even with like my worries about it, I, I just prefer like the sci-fi over the like post-apocalyptic, like setting. You know.
0: Okay. And, sure. and that's the that's only reason.
1: And
3: because I'm not a huge shooter fan anyway, so that's that's is, why. Is, if there, I had.
1: is there a messaging problem around Anthem right now? No, because... I don't.
3: Tell, I, me I what, think...
1: tell me what the game's about. <laughs>
3: well, that's a good question, but. <laughs> so... <laughs> I think, well, they, they're five months away. Like, can we give them to. Is it wise to market right now?
1: No, like... and, and I'm with you on that. I am. But we live in an age where, like, the video game community wants all the information on everything right now. Yeah. You know? So. I, I think if,
3: if in November or December we still don't know what the game's about, then yes, we can be worried. Um, yeah. But right now, I, I'm i worried, but not not because they haven't shown anything. I just I worry about what they have said. Because it's like they've given us an incomplete picture, and now I'm just trying to piece together all the possibilities, and yeah. not all
1: of them are good. No, I, I agree. And it's not as bad as, like, Death Stranding, where we have absolutely no idea what that game's about. We just FedEx. see, like... That, or, yeah, it's it, like it's like mail delivery, it's like half <laughs> that Kevin Costner movie, The Postman, and half, like, weird, like, you know, babies down your esophagus or something. I don't know.
2: Yeah, no, it's, it's weird. <laughs> it's, it's really weird. Weird is a safe description.
1: Um... And at this point, they're just banking on trust in Kojima, right? But, you know, Anthem doesn't have that type of iconic name behind it. So, it doesn't conjure up the, the amount of trust that Death Stranding gets. I think there's a huge messaging problem about that, De- about Death Stranding, about Anthem. Because nobody really knows what it is yet, and, and people are super impatient. Like, we talked we talked briefly last week, like... People expect to be able to send a tweet and get a response right away or they have literally a fit. Yeah. You know, and that's not fair to the developer because the developer, I agree with you, Steven, they should, like, the, the right thing to do and the smart thing to do is to say, we're going to plan our marketing out. We're going to let all these behemoth fall releases get out of the way and then starting in, like, probably, like, right after Christmas, start ramping up sort of the uh, the information about Anthem and get word out there for people to build up excitement. Because by the time Christmas is done, people will be kind of ready for a new game, right? Um, but people aren't nearly that patient. So yeah. right now, when you ask most people, like, which game do I want? Anthem or Division 2? And right or wrong, they get compared. They get lumped together. A lot of people say Division 2 right now.
2: Yeah. Uh, and uh, another uh, thing, too, about what you're saying about marketing is, okay... You're saying okay, uh, Andromeda was the B team, and this is the A team of yeah. Bioware. Yeah. But like marketing, I say, well, you may not have liked Andromeda, but that was our B team, right? So everyone's well, like well, they did though. They well, did. Well, they do, after, but they're not. They're not after like, advertising it was that,
1: right? And like crash and burned. Yeah. So, so it wasn't so we, on commercials. We
2: sure. know it's we know it's Bioware and Bioware. So they're thinking, okay, well, the last Bioware yeah. game wasn't very good, so Then it kind of. So I see how marketing wise, like some people might get more like hesitant when they hear it was BioWare and they're like, well, their last game wasn't that good. So yeah, yeah, I know that they made a point to point that out because obviously they had so much backlash for Andromeda and they would like to distance themselves from Andromeda because this is a different team, but they're still under the same (laughs) label and title as BioWare. Right. So, I think that's kind I, of hurting them as well.
1: Maybe. I think you're allowed a, a dud here and there, though. I think they built up enough credibility, don't you? I mean, yes. So, anyway, uh, we don't want to make this entire episode about Anthem and Bioware, so we'll, uh, <laughs> we'll move on. But, um, Steven, something that you felt really strongly about when we did our Madden review episode, I want to get your thoughts on this first. 2K, you know, NBA. 2K19 uh, just came out. And sure. if you buy the game and you happen to live in um, Belgium or the Netherlands, uh, we have listeners from both countries. So if you're listening and you live in one of those places, please uh, contact us. Let us know what you think about this. But the the packs you can buy in their version of Ultimate Team um, are not allowed to be bought with using actual uh, you know uh, money. In NBA 2K19 because of the law changes around microtransactions and loot crates, etc. cetera. 2K this week <laughs> put out a statement like encouraging players to contact their like government representatives in those countries, if you live there, to say, no, it's not gambling. We want this. And I feel personally like this is just super tone-deaf on 2K's part, like to where the gaming community in the majority of the gaming community is on this but steven i want to get your thoughts i mean ea's got to be celebrating right now because now (laughs) they don't
3: look like the worst company because 2k congratulations for taking you didn't take the mantle yet but you yet you get you're well on your way there (laughs) that that was just whose idea was that that's what i I want to know know. whose bright idea was that 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 was that's stupid it's stupid it's a, no one in the right mind that has any like idea how the world works would think that was a good idea, um, no. and that includes companies. Companies should know like what will market well and what won't. This statement makes it leaves a sour taste in my mouth for sure, um, yeah. and I'm sure it does with a lot of people. It's it's just it was a dumb dumb thing to do, like how. I just, I I have no words, almost. <laughs> I um, know. At least not show appropriate. That would be a first. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, like, I just, come on, 2K. Think about what you're saying here. Like, you, people hate loot crates and microtransactions, and you want people to contact their representative in government to say, yeah, we do want that. No, no, we don't. No, we don't. I don't live yeah. in Belgium, so I don't want to speak for any Belgians or what was the other country you said? Um, Netherlands. 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 Yeah. yeah, so I want to speak for you for you guys because I'm not you guys. But, I mean, I wish we had that here, like, where it was banned, to be honest with you. But.
1: And, I mean, I'll say I'm a defender of the Ultimate Team model. Um, But I think this is just really out of touch with where gamers are in at, like, the majority of people who play video games. And I just feel like making that statement just seems like, you know, it's basically saying like, we don't think it's fair that we can't have more money. So please contact them so you can give us more money.
2: Yeah, no, I agree.
1: And I just, I don't see how this comes across in a positive way at all. Graham, what do you think?
2: Yeah, I don't really have much more to add on to all that, but I think it's ridiculous. Like I like who who's, whose great idea was this? I know. And they're like, Well, we know how we can make sure we get more money. We'll get the people to hound them so they allow it so we can get more money. It's like, what, really? That's what you're gonna do? Yeah. So yeah, yeah no yeah. No, go ahead.
3: I was gonna say, it's like those cartoon characters that get like the dollar signs instead of their pupils. <laughs> like that's yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly what yeah. I picked the two K people that, that that's did. So that's a really good this is, this is what uh, those of us in the army used to call, or that were in the army. We know what the good idea fairy is, and mm-hmm. th- that is exactly what this is. It's what people think is a good idea, and is really, really, really stupid. Yeah. And and this this was definitely someone with money symbols for pupils with the yeah. good idea fairy on their shoulder, just like, just pitched. This is the
1: type of statement you put out when you want people to contact government to say, you know what. Video games don't make people violent. Stuff like that. Yeah. Right? Not this. Like, man, come on. Like, like I, I feel like this is, like, a great moment for, like, those of you who are football fans, like, ESPN's, you know, Come On Man segment. I mean, this is definitely a moment where you're like, come on, man. Like, this is just stupid. I, I don't know who thought that was a good idea. And, like, how that cleared however many levels of PR needed <laughs> to clear – to actually be put out.
2: Yeah. Sometimes it amazes out that stuff gets through and nobody's like, are, are they like too afraid to stand up and say, we should tell them this is a bad idea. But like, no, you tell them. No, you tell them. <laughs> oh, what a great idea. <laughs> I know. Yeah, like.
1: Well. I just don't understand. <clears throat> but anyway, that's a thing. So if if you're in Belgium and the Netherlands and listening to the show, please like let us know what you think about this. And let us know if you've contacted your representative. We're very interested to hear. Excuse me. So (laughs) let's move on, though. Um, Steven, EA and DICE had you in mind. They did. They did. Uh, They got together and they said, like, let's put the two things that Steven loves more than anything together into one. And those are uh, super huge Battlefield maps and battle royale so battlefield 5 uh battle battle royale mode is called firestorm it is 64 players instead of 100 it's based on uh, four player teams and the promise is that it's going to have the largest battlefield map we've ever seen how excited are you steven to play this
3: (laughs) well i think that (laughs) what they were actually thinking was how can we make sure steven does not by our game, because we don't <laughs> want him making other people feel bad just because he's such a good player at Battlefield. Yeah. That's what they were thinking. That's so, it. I am not. I I could literally literally not care any less about this um, <laughs> now because I it's it all confirmed. Basically, what game I will be playing shooter wise for the little bits of time I play. It'll be Call of Duty, um, and I know that has its own battle royale mode. But I just. Where where do people get this this whole like bigger maps means better? And did you you mentioned that that it's only going to be 64 players, right? Or yep. did yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, you're going to have a bigger map with less people on it? Okay. You know the worst parts about like the Battle Royale, and actually Fortnite doesn't have these, but PUBG did. Um, we're just long sections where there's no one else around you and you're like Yeah. What, what am I, I'm just, okay, I'll go to the next circle and, and camp out or something. That's boring, man. I, I'm not going to lie. Like, to me, I, I guess some people like it. If you're the type of person that likes watching, you know, paint dry and grass grow, you probably like sitting around doing nothing. But I don't. And if you're going to have 64 people on a gigantic map, um, and it's Battlefield, so, you know, it takes mm-hmm. their, their version of gigantic is
1: bigger than anyone else's yes. version of gigantic <laughs> and it's gonna be uh, bigger
3: than that so
1: it's you're getting into like national park territory at yeah, this point you,
3: yeah you know who yes, will never because... you will know who will never play a round of whatever they they're calling it fire team or <laughs> firestorm yeah yes. not me definitely <laughs> not me you you couldn't pay me to play play that for longer than a match
1: and you're gonna a play because we're gonna have a private server for uh, Battlefield Five, just for our community. Yeah, and we'll so... play Conquest.
3: Like good humans. <laughs> Not this You'll try
2: it, Stephen. You'll try it, You'll and who knows? It. You could be could be rare occasion which you enjoy something yeah. that other people do.
1: <laughs> speak positively about something. But... Yeah.
2: <laughs> Very rare.
1: So, <laughs> Graham, uh, what are your thoughts on it?
2: You know, I haven't have got into this whole Battle Royale thing yet. Yeah. I've tried PUBG a few times. I tried Fortnite twice. Not, haven't really been my thing, but I haven't had, like, a full team of, like, four and see, like, this. And I am a fan of the Battlefield franchise. Mm-hmm. And I know with the world, or the, I guess, the environment being that big, like, they will have vehicles. And like, is this gonna be like a battle royale when there's like, like uh, airplanes and stuff like that? Like all the like even tanks because we we haven't seen that, that, that I know of anyways. Mm-hmm. So, like I will have Battlefield Five, and whether this is if this is paid, then I probably won't pay for it. But if it comes free with the game, well I'll definitely well, it's try. It's
1: coming it. with the game. It's coming with the game.
2: Yeah. Remember okay. they said
1: all their DLCs free.
2: So oh yeah, yeah. There all is the nothing DLC's paid. Free. Okay, yeah. so that's what I was concerned about if it was going to be like a, a paid one DLC. So, yeah. yeah, I'll try it out. I, like, I'll, I'll try anything once, and who knows, it could be that Battle Royale that really takes me and I enjoy. Because Battle Royale right now is like the biggest thing out there. So, if I can find one of the games that actually hook me, because I even mm-hmm. think the Black Ops one will be really good. But I don't yeah. know if I'm. I don't know if I'm gonna be buying Black Ops, so I know I'm buying oh. Battlefield.
1: Yes. Oh, so, yeah. Here's, here's my thing. I, I personally really like the the gameplay in Battlefield more, um, but I like what Call of Duty's doing with Blackout more than what it seems Battlefield's doing with Battle- with uh, Firestorm. Mm-hmm. So. Like, Call of Duty is bringing in, because it's, you know, Black Ops 4, so you've got three previous games to draw from. So you're bringing a lot of those, like, iconic environments and, and different maps and stuff all into one. And I, I feel like that is super cool. Um, that said, I like the gameplay in Battlefield more. So I, I, I have a feeling I'll try out Battlefield uh, Firestorm. I don't know. I can't promise I'll play it more than like once or twice. Yeah, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I like the squad-based portion of it. I like that you're in four-player teams. Um, So we'll be able to carry Steven through a match. <laughs> but I was looking for a response there, Steven.
3: I'm not even going to justify <laughs> that. <response>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but Steven, for everybody out there who hasn't watched stream or anything, like Steven is a pretty good shooter player.
3: Um, Which is Brandon, funny because I really hate them. I mean, I don't hate yeah. them, but I just it's don't like, enjoy them.
1: It's like you're good at them, but you don't love it, right? So, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Like, I'll give it a shot because I'm, I'm definitely getting Battlefield Five, and I plan on getting Call of Duty as well. So I, I'll try both. I can't promise that either one's going to become my primary mode for the game. In fact, I highly doubt either one will. So,
2: Speaking of things, Steven loves. Yeah
1: yeah segue <laughs> oh yes something Stephen actually loves we're not even kidding this time harry potter Stephen. hell yeah yeah
3: there it
2: is
1: steven's a big harry potter fan but lego mm. the lego harry potter collection is coming to the xbox one and nintendo switch it was previously a playstation exclusive but it's coming on november 2nd so does that throw a wrench, Steven, into your like holiday purchasing plans? Because there were already enough games out there. No. Well, I
3: tell you how exactly I'm going to purchase this game. Because I already know myself. <laughs> I'm going to get drunk one weekend. Um, <laughs> so nothing it's not new.
2: complicated.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get drunk. And I'm going to be like, oh, Lego Harry Potter for 30 bucks," Because that's what it costs here in America. Or it might be 40 Either one. Who cares? 30 or 40 Not Not a big deal. Uh, okay, buy it. But, no, I'm not going to... I probably won't play it. Yeah. Still, uh, you know, the the lull. And I say that now, but I never, ever do. But I will buy it. Um, like,
1: this, to me, is, like, the perfect winter game, don't you think? Like, that, like, super... Like, when it's... Well, not for you, Steven, but for me, Graham. Like, when it's super freaking cold outside, and you don't want to go anywhere to do anything... And we're already a month and a half removed from all the, like, major releases. Um, the only game really coming out in, in January is, you know, Stephen's Disneyland Adventures game.
3: It's Kingdom Hearts 3. I know I what are, it is. Stop <laughs>
1: You You kill a little piece of my soul every time. <laughs> so, I know it's Kingdom Hearts. But don't, it's...
2: don't encourage him, Stephen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so uh it's like the perfect type of game for right around then like you're just looking for something kind of fun and like you just went through like the blitz of like shooters and intense games and you're just looking for something kind of relaxing perfect for then and yeah i think i'll absolutely give this game a go because i didn't uh have a ps3 at all so when it came out originally i I never played it
3: no they were on the 360 were they yeah i had uh oh it's just exclusive to ps4 I okay. think the collection was, well, it wasn't gotcha. exclusive. It was just, like, a timed release or whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but I yeah. still never played them. So.
3: I do like the Lego games. I mean, maybe we could because they're a co-op, too, so we can play them together, too. But uh, okay. they, it's fun to collect the studs and get the new characters. And it's fun to put the characters in situations they're not normally in, you know, like, play through, like. Sure. Play with, like, Dumbledore, you know, stealing the Sorcerer's Stone. Spoiler yeah. alert. Um. So. <laughs>
1: I think we're a little far removed from that. So, yeah. But, Graham, first of all, you announced to us off-air what your new reading project will be. And please tell us.
2: Well, it's a pretty ambitious project. Uh, To read the Harry Potter novels. Yeah. Um, I was kind of talking about it with someone. And they're saying, like, the books are really good. And I enjoyed the Lord of the Rings books. And like I'm kind of the part where like people do the like do little argument or the debate what's better the books or the movies, because like if you read the books then you can like imagine it your own world and your own self and you don't need mm-hmm. like so I th- like I don't know how thick these books are and how much time I would have to dedicate to it. <laughs> they but
1: grow by the book. That's what well, the first saying. one's really short. Yeah um second one's not too bad and then by the time you're up to like you know seven they're pretty long i think the longest one i don't remember if it's four or five but i want to say the longest one's one of those um but yeah it uh it definitely grows in depth and length as you go yeah
2: so i'm not gonna officially commit to it i'm just thinking this is a thought and it could happen i could be scanning around on amazon one day or night and like that's not a bad price, and I, so I might. So,
1: this is your this is your moment to join Audible.
2: I've already joined Audible.
1: Well, then use one of your use your free one a month on Harry Potter books.
2: Yeah, I could do that, but you know, I should read a book though, not just hear a book.
1: Okay. Well, hear then, then a then book. There like, book. I much prefer having like the book in hand. Yeah. I do. Yeah. And um, it and it is they're easy
3: it, reads too,
2: though. Like, and it's it a collection too,
1: and sometimes I appreciate
3: collections
1: and you can get the box set like i have the box set of the yeah. books and that like the next box set i'm gonna buy is dark tower
3: oh um, i have that one oh, that's so good like, that, um, that's
1: one i absolutely want because i'm a huge stephen king, stephen king fan like stephen i think i i sort of turned you on to stephen king a little bit between me and someone else who listens to the show but yeah like graham you should do it and I think it'll be. I mean, I just want to know, like, what superpower does that person (laughs) have? No, like, what superpower does that individual have? Because we've been telling you for a long time to give these books a shot. Now all of a sudden, some mystery person tells you, "Yeah, can can I text them and be like, tell him to get Red Dead Redemption?" Yeah, right. (laughs) (laughs) And Spider Man, for that matter. But yeah, no comment
2: no comment okay
1: <laughs> all right
2: <It's> a person <laughs>
1: okay it's a person okay so anyway um graham any interest in the lego harry potter games
2: there is a bit of an interest uh what system between xbox one and nintendo switch i don't really know it, it probably it'd be fine with either system uh, and uh who knows i might get it in the future it's not gonna be a day one purchase sure I'll just keep my eye on it. And I do enjoy the Lego games as well. Uh, I was recently working my way through the Star Wars one. And that's about Mm -hmm. the only one I've actually put some time. Like, I played it with my nephews because most people have this game or uh, some sort of Lego game. So they're enjoyable. So, uh, yeah, I might get it in the future. Maybe I have to read the books. So
1: (laughs) that could be three years' the
2: road. But who knows? You
1: still have to watch all the movies, too. Yes. If you haven't seen them all. I've, so, I've, but if you're, I've gonna, seen if you're gonna read time. the books, dude, read the books first. Um, then I got
2: wait so long before I'm I can watch great. the movie. Yeah,
1: <laughs> the, the, the books are always better. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. So yeah, do that. So all right. So Harry Potter's coming out uh, November second, but Graham, another game coming out in November that I'm pretty sure you're gonna get.
2: Yeah, I'm pretty sure um, you're right. For
1: the for the Nintendo Switch is Civilization VI.
2: Yeah. Now. Steven sent me the the link to go watch this or read this or, uh-huh. or whatever. And I'm like, what? I, I couldn't believe it. This is not a game that I imagine come to Nintendo Switch. Because when I think of Civilization, I think of PC. That is my go-to PC game. I don't have a lot of them, yeah. but that is one of them. And I know uh, Civilization Revolutions came to the Xbox... And I think I tried it or something like that. And it, it didn't really work with me, like the cursor and all that stuff. Like I like the, the keyboard and stuff like that. And I know the Switch might be more of a viable platform for it. I'm not quite sure. But this is kind of a, a good game for on-the-go because th- these games can last a long time, especially if you go with the big maps and... To make it more realistic or something like that. So that is a game where you can start, like if you're going on a long trip, you can like just eat away, at it, eat away hours and hours and you can keep coming back to it. another thing too, you can up to four people can link to like, you can have four switch systems and I guess they, uh, they communicate with each other and then you can have like a four player versus uh, each other. Mm-hmm. So I, to me, that seems like a great game for that. But I'm surprised to see this to the Nintendo Switch, which it's amazing because all the more exposure that these games get on the Switch makes me a little happier in life. So, yeah. yeah, were you guys shocked to see
3: this game being ported to the Switch? So I'm gonna make a comment real quick. Uh, Civilization is not a game you come back to because you never stop playing. It <laughs> is the one more turn epitome. Like it's it's yeah. it's the 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 the. King or the top rung of that that yeah. whatever you want to call it. It is the game where you're like, I just need to do one more thing. And you know four hours later you're like, What? It's three okay. in the morning and I have uh, work in three hours. I've been oh there. I'm screwed. <laughs> that is civilization. Um yes, I am a little surprised it's coming to the Switch, but also not as surprised because it is on the iPad. I didn't know that until I got my iPad uh, just recently here. Um you can get the full game of Civilization 6 on the iPad for it's full price. It and that turns some people off, but I they have a demo and you can co- and the demo's like 60 turns and it plays exactly like the PC game plays. And granted, I didn't put as many hours in Civ 6 as I did Civ 5. In Civ 5, I have like 3 or 400 hours in. Civ 6 I only have like 30. Um but this is a good game for those of you that play the Switch on the go. Just like I think Lego Harry Potter is a pretty good game to play on the go because those each mission doesn't take that long. But Civilization on the Switch, I just, I'm just i worried about battery life. I, I, so, some games on the Switch are, are pretty well optimized and they don't drain your battery in portable mode as much, but some games aren't, and... The, the amount of processing power that it takes to play a game of Civilization VI, especially uh, um, if you're playing, like, the large maps, which have, like, 16, um, you know, uh, countries or whatever. i, I yeah. just blank leaders. leaders. And then, like, 32 city-states. Like, those games in the end game, when everybody has, like, 40 or 50 units, like, on a computer, take a minute. Like, uh, I just wonder how the, the... I know that's a complaint about the iPad edition, too, is that sometimes the load times on the bigger bigger games can take a long time. Like, how are they going to rectify that? I'm not worried about the control. I thought Civilization Revolution controlled just fine. I mean, mouse and keyboard obviously are easier in, in, in some ways, but Civ Rev did, did have decent controls. I'm just worried about the late game in bigger maps. Like, mm-hmm. it, it kind of sucks if you're only allowed to play like, eight civilizations at the most just because of how long loading is in the in the late game.
1: Graham, thoughts?
2: Yeah, no, the, he brings up some interesting points. And, yeah, you're right, That that map can get pretty convoluted with all these civilizations and with all their big armies and trebuchets. And, like, there's a lot mm-hmm. going on so you do bring up a a good point um i don't know the exact details about how many civilization like i i heard well not heard i read that they're gonna have all the the dlcs that they had too with uh, four other like leaders or nations yeah so um was
3: rise and fall included in this i i want to say i don't think it was but it might have been i might have read it wrong um. Yeah. This this leak, by the way, just for those of you listening at home, Nintendo was gonna have a direct. I think yesterday. Um. Yeah. It might have been today. And due to no, earthquake yesterday. in Japan. Yeah. Um, they they pushed it back, and so completely understandable. Um. And actually, like, hopefully, if any of the listeners we have that are in Japan are are safe. Yeah. Um. with thinking about you and, and and all that. Yeah. But um, so. I, 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 I'm waiting for the direct next week. I think we'll hear some more information, or at least like for sure, like definitely, like all all the information. We'll probably see if Rise of Fall is included. I just, I I don't know. Um, I just I'm interested how you have Trebuchets at the end game, Grandma. I don't think you're a very good SIP player if you're if you're with Trebuchets in the in the later area. Well, not
2: in the. Okay. <laughs> I'm just all kidding. Right. I'm right. just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the one I kept because I'm like. You never see yeah, war spot with trebuchets rocket, anymore. <laughs> rocket artillery
3: and some tanks. Trebuchet versus
2: Tiger Tank. Who will win? If you want
3: to the to the, you know, 120-millimeter <laughs> rocket that fight, you know, I'm down. <laughs> yeah. All right.
1: Yeah. Oh, All fair right. enough. <laughs> All right. So let's close with a dis- uh, discussion. Uh, Steven, this started between, like, you and me kind of off air and we're talking about halo master chief collection coming to game pass which is now available for everybody and if you're an xbox owner and you have game pass you should absolutely get it uh great game great compilation of all the the halo games um one through four including the multiplayer but our conversation was mostly about music and games and you know, Halo has a really iconic soundtrack to it, and the kind of, the conversation kind of became, like, how important is a soundtrack to a video game? So, Steven, I'm going to turn to you and kind of let you take it from there.
3: Yeah, um, and I, I just want some clarifying thoughts here, sure. uh, just to go off of Tyler. Like, when we say video game soundtrack, we don't mean, like, Madden or even, like, Fallout, where you can change the radio station or switch yeah. between, like, the licensed music and like the nfl music from in Madden's
1: case so games like gta are not included right because you can change the radio station um yes uh need for speed did it etc
3: yeah yeah and while and while uh and forza too because they have a bunch of different channels um and while like grand theft auto might have some really funny like talk radio show channels um it, it doesn't it's not what i think of when i think of soundtrack halo is like the to me is the epitome of video game soundtracks uh but mario could could throw their 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 stake in there the mario might be more iconic um i think everyone when when you name mario music yeah. like can think of at least one song from mario yep. um what, whatever it, it might not be the theme song it just might be based on a joke about mario's favorite um outerwear but <laughs> but uh but yeah i I, I don't know. I want to hear your guys' thoughts on, like, what you guys think of... of, or, or sorry. I meant to add one more thing. One more thing. Yeah, so, yeah. like, uh, as in Dark Souls, Dark Souls came out. Um, Dark Souls 3. Actually, shoot, it's probably been three years since Dark Souls 3 came out. But it's, it's just... It's it's stuck with me because you, you'll be playing the game and the music will be going. And you get to a boss fight. And the boss music in Dark Souls is very good. And then, mm. like you know you'll you'll hit the second phase of the boss fight and the music will ramp up and just mm. make the fight extremely intense and like fallout doesn't really do that and that's what we mean when we say like video game soundtrack is like the the music goes with what you're doing in dark souls the second phase is probably faster and in, in, or yeah in dark souls case the second phase is faster in and so the music gets faster, and you feel it. But, like, yep. in Fallout, you could be, like, rocking out to, like, classical Beethoven and killing super mutants. And it doesn't, it doesn't take away from the game, but it doesn't add to the game. And so right. we, we want to talk about
1: how important video game soundtracks are. So to it, it's, this is where video games are closest to, like, movies because you watch some of the most iconic movies of all time like say you watch star wars with no soundtrack it's not nearly as it's not nearly the movie that we all know and love yeah you know you watch any movie without the soundtrack it's not the same yeah and if watch a horror movie without the soundtrack you won't be scared
3: because that deep like they they make the music in horror movies and they do it in horror games and I think the best horror games do it really well is that deep like bass and there's Mm -hmm. like a pitch level and I can't remember off the top of my head what exactly it is but there's a pitch where it makes your like uh, flight or fight like inceptors in your brain like kick kick off and that's what Mm -hmm. like adds to your intensity Mm -hmm. and without that like the, the movie's not as scary
1: if at all scary Hmm. Um. And yeah, yeah. So Graham, let's go to you. Can you think of any games that you know when you think about it that the music, the soundtrack in the game, really just enhance and add to that experience for you?
2: Yes. Uh, one that stands out for me is um, it's a more recent game, uh, and that is Cuphead. Okay. Um, uh, and I think the music actually changes too during boss battles. Cause uh, kind of like how Dark Souls, the boss have like different phases. I think maybe three, maybe even some with more. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure the music changes based on that. But throughout the whole level, there's like music playing, and that, and it's the type of music that goes with that art style. So uh, yeah, that's a great example of how music enhances the gameplay, the experience, and the enjoyment overall. Yeah. And another one, too, is, like, uh, Steven mentioned Mario. Like, Mario's a classic. Like, his games, like, they got that certain sound to them, stuff like that. Uh, Mm And another one stands out. Seems to be a lot like Nintendo, too. It seems to be coming to my mind is Mega Man. All their levels always had, like, the little, like, the cool, like, 80s or 90s, little, like, keyboard, like, electronic music, like, stuff like that. But, yeah, that stuff is great, like, because basically it's just, like, it's not taking away from the game. It's not like an adventure game where like, you're taken away by like the background and trees and giants and woolly mammoths and all that cool stuff. So it basically, it's just like a platformer shooter, right? So it's just like music just to go along with it and stuff like that. So I really do enjoy that. Um, that's especially with my, the Nintendo Switch. Like, I'll put on my headphones, and I'll just be completely encased in, in with the, the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, no, definitely a big part.
1: There's even little examples, real quick, Stephen, before you go, but even little examples like in Battlefield, when you're playing like a match of Conquest, like the music starts playing like right when it's approaching the end, right? Mm -hmm. And that's to heighten the urgency around what's going on. Um, Like the match is almost over. If you're ahead, like seal the victory. If you're behind, you got to come back. Uh, something I'll never forget is at E3, what, three years ago? Uh, whenever the game came out? Four years ago? Four years ago. Um, the the room went dark for my, in Microsoft's conference, and it was just, like, the background, like, white lighting. Um, like, accent lighting, and all you could hear was, like, the the, like, um, the acapella from Halo. You know, like, the the Monks or whatever, you know, that type of thing. Uh-huh. And everybody knew what that was. Like, no, there's no one who didn't know what that was. Who was watching that at that moment.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that was actually really impactful and powerful right there in a freaking, like, E3 conference, you know? Um. So, in the game, it means that much more. So, there's other games too, like, like in Unravel... I felt like the soundtrack plays a big role. And, you know, Ori and the Life Force, games like that. But, Stephen, you have something to say, so go ahead. No, that, that's what I was going to say was Ori and Unravel*.
3: Also, um, I, I'd say Breath of the Wild does another good job of, like, you know... Like, it, it's just another example of, like, how video games can kind of give you tells as well using the soundtrack. Like, yeah. you'll be exploring the world, and it's kind of like like a little... Uh, I don't know how how to describe it jaunty sounds wrong but like it, it's a nice comforting music and then all of a sudden like an enemy will see you and you'll the music changes and you're like oh shoot i got spotted and it's just a way yeah. for the game to tell you stuff and i think that adds to the experience but and i also think zelda's music's pretty good too I no mario but it, it's it's not bad but that that's just where i was getting at but on mm. your point about halo like is that And I think I'm going to steal your thunder here. Is that the most iconic music in video games? Is Halo
1: music. So, yes. But I'll say that Mario has a really good argument to make. Okay, alright. I'll I'll rephrase. Not iconic, but is
3: it the most important music for a game?
1: Absolutely. Like, would Halo be Halo without that music? I don't think so. I think Halo's another shooter without that music.
3: Yeah, and like, I think... I think Halo has some good... We're not saying Halo doesn't have good characters or good stories. It's my
1: favorite video game series of all time. So, save your hate mail for Graham and (laughs) Spider-Man. Yes. But it's... Yeah. I I think it's that important to that series. And and they they came upon it somewhat accidentally.
3: So, Uh, I need to hear the story about this. Because I I didn't know that, to be honest with you.
1: So, yeah. It was on... uh, Like, they came up with it... Um, they had the, kind of the music set, and they played around with a lot of different things, so they were playing for the reveal, and it was, uh, Halo was originally supposed to be an Apple exclusive, like, it was gonna be just on PC for Apple. And, this was all on, uh, um, Podcast Unlocked, I think episode, was it 201?
2: You remember the the episode, episode. wow. (laughs) the,
1: The episode, yeah, well, they've had a ton, but the episode that had, uh, Phil Spencer, um... Shamus um, Blackley and uh, Peter Moore, so the the three main people behind Xbox, each generation. And a great freaking episode, best podcast episode I've ever listened to, aside from every one of ours. Yes, um, <laughs> of course. <laughs> just kidding. But like, <laughs> like if you've never listened to that, listen to it. It's super super good. And kudos to Ryan McCaffrey for leading that interview, and he's just super good at what he does. So, yeah. but like they talked about halo there and how halo changed the game for microsoft and it like they kind of came upon it by accident and 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 good fortune i should say but like when they were putting together the soundtrack for it like it just kind of last second like they had to put something together so they just had people like do that like singing chanting whatever it is you know just to to do it and they were like okay that sounds good let's do it and that became one of the most iconic sounds ever in video
2: games (laughs) the more you know
1: yeah like that wasn't planned out through meetings and meetings and meetings and all this stuff like it was pretty last second so that's uh you know to to think about the impact that that's had though because like i can think of the halo music but that beginning part, yeah, the oh yeah, oh. yeah, yes, like
3: that is truly iconic. Yeah, and like, and you know, it's iconic when you see like, have you have you guys seen on? I, I'm on Facebook a, a decent amount, and I I come across just random videos, and I'll see a video of like a football player like in the in their shower room, like doing the the Halo song like using the yep. reverberation off the tiles and stuff and i and i i think that's like kind of i don't want to say that's when you know you're you're great but isn't it though like i i'd say the yeah. two best soundtracks probably halo and mario um
1: the, and, at least the two most recognizable right yeah
3: yeah for sure for, not, okay best is subjective and i'll, I'll, I'll give it that because I, I think halo is better than mario but the two most recognizable soundtracks are definitely halo mu- halo music yeah. and, and
1: mario music because graham like graham's a music aficionado among all of us like yeah. you would agree with me that welcome to the jungle by guns N' roses <laughs> is not one of the greatest songs of all time
2: <laughs> no but,
1: not. but doesn't it have one of the most recognizable intros ever Oh, like, for you sure. You hear that intro and you know what that is.
2: Yep. no, you're hundred percent right. That's why, like, I think, well, it's it's what brings people in, right? As soon as people hear that yep. I'm like, I know where this is going. This is, I can't wait. And there it is. So yep. yeah, it, it builds anticipation, which is like, it's a great marketing uh, tool.
1: Like yeah. I don't even know, I don't even know, Graham, that Welcome to the Jungle is the best episode on that album best song best episode (laughs) or best Um, episode best song i'm sorry best song but yeah you know what i mean but like that intro is so iconic like you can play that for me and i know immediately what it is Mm -hmm, immediately yep same thing with halo with that and same thing with mario music like you play the mario music and most people know what that is yeah the best the best
3: music like it doesn't overshadow the game. It, it adds to the game. Yeah. And that's what Halo and Mario does. It, it adds mm. to the gameplay. Like the menu music is good. And then you start the game up and then like something you're on a section of the game. That's supposed to be intense. And the music matches that. And uh, I mean, I'm not, we've been talking a lot about Halo for good reason. I think here the, the third mission of, of or sorry, the last mission of Halo three, is one of my favorite missions in video game history, um, and it's because of the music at the end, like that driving yeah. sequence when you're escaping the the ark yes. or not the arc, but yep, the yep. the ring. Like I can picture, I I can vividly picture in my mind because I've done it so many times, the, the 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 mission itself and the music that goes along with it, and that's why, honestly, one final effort. I, it's not necessarily the most iconic, but it's my favorite piece from uh, Halo Three. Or just the Halo series in general. And I don't doesn't, think... I'd almost argue that they, they haven't come close to that in the Halo game since.
1: Yeah. And I don't want to go on it,
3: down that road, but...
1: Yeah, but doesn't it add so much to the stakes, though? Yes. Of, like, like what's happening there? Yeah. And the urgency of it and how important this is. And, like, and I want to ask, like, how much could games like Destiny and same developer... And same composer for the first well, game. Well, for, 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 for the first game. Yeah. Well, for, for most of the first game.
3: Yeah, he got sacked, and that's just a way yeah.
1: another time. That's a whole uh, different story. Whether it's right or wrong, <laughs> and I think it's wrong. But it's, uh, like, couldn't they benefit a lot from that? Yeah, for sure. And, like, like it,
3: when we're talking about video game music, I talk, I think of things from the very beginning, from the menu, from the starting menu. And a game yeah. that also sparks mine, mind, other than Halo, is Skyrim. Like, think about it. The, the uh, I, I think I the, the song's title called Dragonborn. Right um, yeah. I, I was trying to think of the actual name of the song. I have actually a signed copy of the, the CD. Um, I ordered it after the game came out. But that, that song kind of sets the tone. Like, the song is so, it, like, hypes you up. And you know you're going to play someone important. And yeah, I mean, it's a video game. You always play like the hero, but I, it kind of adds to it. It like makes it it, it, it like sets it in stone, you know, and it sets the pace. And then Skyrim also has good music along the whole rest of the game, whether it be like just exploring the world or getting in fights or going in dungeons or fighting a dragon or whatever. But I, I say the menu music kind of sets the tone for the game. And I think great video games, like I don't, Think, I can't think of any video game I'd consider amazing and great that doesn't also have a good soundtrack to it um do you, if you guys have an idea like tell me yeah. but i I can't think of a game I would consider like iconic without great music
1: yeah you're you're right you're you're definitely not wrong there and man, I'm trying to think right now if there's anything that would qualify and I don't think there is Graham
2: no just nothing really comes to mind.
3: And like for the record, like while I think GTA is like great, and I thought GTA five was extremely fun, I I don't consider it an icon of video game design in any sort of stretch. Like it's no. it's good in in what it does, and it's I'm, I mean I didn't get a masterpiece rating from guy like
1: IGN. It did, it did. But like it it I don't it, consider it iconic. In the it doesn't same make way, make the experience. It doesn't make the experience better, it just kind of I guess adds to it in a little way, but um it's an extra thing you can have. I guess is the way that I look at it. But like it's allowed to be tailored to what someone's personal taste is, whereas great music in a video game that a great soundtrack drives everyone to a certain feeling or you know, purpose or whatever. Whereas in games like GT or um, uh, Need for Speed or games like that, like you you switch the channel, the tailor it to kind of what you want to listen to to distract you from the fact, like in in Need for Speed or like Forza, to distract you from the fact that you're driving around in circles for like an hour. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you boil it down to that for sure. Um, yeah. And don't get me started on, like, the Madden soundtracks and stuff like that. Like, yesterday was the final of the day. I couldn't take it anymore. And I just switched to all the, like, classic NFL music. (laughs) So, like, in the menus. But it doesn't add to the game in any way. Like, sounds, though, we could, you know, that's a different conversation for a different time. But sound effects in games as well add so much to the experience. Because there are some games that don't have good sound effects and it takes away a large amount of the gameplay experience but in madden it's not the the damn menu music that makes it good it's the sounds of the crowd in the game and the sounds of the hits and all that stuff just like in any other game you know it's it's uh it's a lot of the sounds of what you're doing at the time too, combined with the soundtrack around it. Yeah. And you take it (laughs) for
3: granted until you find a game that it's super noticeable when it's not there. And I'm thinking of like the golf club 2019, which in when you play in the sounds are lacking, the announcers are lacking. Um, I don't even think there was music. It's just, it's eerily quiet and it shouldn't be. And again, like again, sound is a, is a discussion for another day. I'm just talking straight music here, but, but it's important. And I, I think we've established that so um, again let's do your Thunder Tyler and do what you normally do but I'm gonna
1: ask you guys uh, <laughs> what
3: what are your what are your favorite soundtracks from games
1: I'll, I'll just come up I mean uh, the easy answer is halo because it is my answer um, but some of the other games I've said too like Oriental Blind the Black Forest or unravel like I think the first unravel I think if you take the sound, the, the music out of that game...
2: Ah, uh, now I remember it. it yes. It
1: dramatically changes how fun that game is and how impactful that game is. Yeah. Um, so I, I think that if you take the, the soundtrack out of the first Unravel, it's just another generic platformer. But the, the sound of the music in that game made it powerful. Yeah. So I'll no, go with that.
2: Now that you've talked about it, I'm going to double up on that answer. Cause I, I was just remembering. Cause I'm like, what is what's in it? What's in it? And I'm like, oh yeah, it's like the violin and like yes. the music going fast and like yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah,
3: my, yeah. My my two, two favorite amazing. two favorite instruments for video game music are violins and pianos. Yeah, um, and so yeah, uh, I I'd agree with that. Unravel has a great one. I would say I'm gonna I'm gonna have more than you guys. Um, yeah. Ori is one of mine. Uh definitely skyrim definitely halo and i'm gonna add kingdom hearts to that because um, kingdom hearts also has some amazing s- soundtrack and music and stuff to it um and also a lot of jrpgs have some great music too um I, i'm not gonna name them all but they they make the games like okay i'll name one persona 5 has some great music as well so i, I think to be a great game you you do music only helps you um, and if you yeah. kind of shirk
1: that it it can't hurt you. Mm-hmm. No, I agree 100%. Graham, anything else to add on that?
2: No, it's, uh, it's great to hear them when you play games, and especially when you f- remember ones, and, like, you remember those iconic moments when, like, music cuts in. Yeah, that that makes the game and the music well worth it.
1: hmm Yeah, I, I wanted to give you last word, Graham, because you're the you're definitely the most, like, music person among us. Um. Like, it's in your gamertag. Yeah. For that matter, yeah. but... Forever. Uh, and, you know, I'm, like... I'm not... I wouldn't say I'm not a huge music person. Like, I like music. But, like, when I listen to stuff, I generally listen more to, like, other podcasts and stuff like that. Um, but music has a way of evoking these, like, feelings and emotions in you that other stuff cannot.
2: Oh, yeah. Music is... a. Powerful, powerful thing.
1: Yep. So absolutely. But let's uh let's move on and let's move into releases for the week. Now in store. We have some music
2: for this? No, I'm kidding. <laughs>
1: well, I could put some in afterward, but I yep. don't know if it'd be any good. Um let's start with Xbox though. And you know, we've got it, we're finally into the season where week by week we're gonna have pretty good releases. <clears throat> Excuse me, coming out. And uh, with that said, we're going to start with Construction Simulator 2 on the 12th, but it gets better. Oh yes, uh, You it also does. have NHL 19, Graham. Woo! Yeah, on the 12th, but on the what? Ninth, uh, right oh. or eighth? Eighth or ninth? If you're if you bought the like special edition, like you did.
2: Yes, it's Tuesday, whatever that Tuesday. is. Tuesday.
1: Yeah, whatever day that is. It's Tuesday. So, you'll get that. Uh, you're looking forward to playing some Ultimate Team in NHL this year, right?
2: Yes, that is my plan. And Put in there a lot some of time.
1: Ultimate Team? Yeah.
2: Yep. So, definitely. Cool. Cool. Check so it
1: out. You'll get, you'll get NHL 19 on the 12th. And like I said, I'll be writing the review for that game for the Xbox Out.com. So, uh, look for that. Check that out. That should be up uh, by the end of next week when the game releases. And then finally. Um, a game that Graham's not interested in at all: Shadow of the Tomb Raider. <laughs> Lies. <laughs> <laughs> Shadow of the Tomb Raider. One of the games I'm looking forward to most this fall, uh, coming out on uh, the 12th as well. So all of our games for Xbox uh, that we're highlighting this week uh, come out on the 12th Friday. That that appears to be a new trend, Graham. Like
3: Friday, Friday releases. Releases.
1: Yeah. Nintendo kind of started that.
3: Yeah. No, Skyrim
1: started it. Yeah. <laughs> But Nintendo made it like a thing, like it was every Friday. It's always Fridays for Nintendo, and then everybody else has kind of jumped onto that. So no, I, I like that
2: idea because it gives you the whole weekend to play. Whether, well, not everyone has like Monday to Friday jobs, but a lot of people do. For me, for yeah. example. So, yeah. and then some people don't stay up till two or three in the morning playing games, unlike me. But you're,
1: but you're not one of those. People either, <laughs> but I'm not so, one of those. Yeah.
0: So.
2: <laughs> so like if I get a new game, like for example, when Breath of the Wild came out, I want to do nothing but play that game. And that game probably right. came out on a Tuesday. I'm not, I don't know. It was March the third. So, I don't know what day it was. Yeah. So, like if you're like, oh man, I gotta go to work tomorrow, so I can only play this for a couple hours. Like that's well, like let it's me, a downer.
1: Let me ask this, Graham. What time did you have to wake up for work today?
2: I had to wake up. The latest would be quarter after seven.
1: Okay. Is that what time you actually got up?
2: Uh, No. little after. Not okay. much. Well,
1: then it's not the latest. Okay. Okay. It, All right. Let's we'll say 7.30. So...
2: 7.30. Okay.
1: All right. So 7.30. <laughs> and what time did you go to sleep?
2: Uh, I'm guessing around 3.30, 4 o'clock.
1: Okay. Don't judge me. <laughs> and why? Because you were playing video games, yeah?
2: Well, the... Th- I didn't intend to stay up that late. It was just... That, I was enjoying it. To and, <laughs> and... And time progressed really fast. Yeah? And then I'm like... Well, I should be going to bed. But I'm like... Well, I've already committed to playing this one more level. So... Uh-huh. You know, it happens.
1: So, everybody... This is what Graham does, by the way. He uh, sleeps, like, 45 minutes a day uh, <laughs> for, you know, like... 49 weeks a year and then he goes home um, in a different part of Canada in Newfoundland for like three weeks and sleeps a ton and then comes back sounding like a different person and then by the time he's ready to go again he sounds like a zombie. Except <laughs> this time didn't work that way. Yeah, but that's because he went on like a cross-country like driving trip which that's somehow true. sounded like a good idea to him. <laughs> but...
3: What
2: a silly goose. Silly yeah. me. Silly.
1: <laughs> but anyway... Uh, for Xbox, yeah, it's Construction Simulator 2, NHL 19, and Shadow of the Tomb Raider all on the 12th next Friday. Steven, what do we have for, or I'm sorry, before we go, Steven, Games of Gold. Uh, you can still get the For Honor Standard Edition through the 15th of September. Uh, Prison Architect through the 30th and backwards compatible. Lego Star Wars 3, The Clone Wars through the 15th. Those are your free games uh, with Xbox Gold. Steven, what do you have for PlayStation?
3: All right, so on the 11th you can get The Sims 4 Get Together, uh, and then uh, like Tyler said, on the 12th you can get Shadow of the Tomb Raider and NHL 19. My notes say the 14th. I assume that's the standard edition. Yes, um, 11th the 11th is when it yeah. releases. So, so the 11th. You mean the 12th for like the Super Power so Edition in, No, the 11th? You know, you might
1: be you might be right. It might be the 14th. I but the notes I had said the 12th. So.
3: Okay, well, one of us is wrong. Um, it's probably the important thing
1: is um, I will but... be <laughs> it on the 11th. The, 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 the important thing is that if you buy the standard edition, it's available Friday. If you buy the Graham edition, it's available Tuesday. So, okay. yeah, and then, and then you know, finishing off
3: the games you can get for free on the the only two consoles that do free games. You can get Destiny Two and God of War Three remastered uh, through the end of the month. So Graham, Nintendo. So uh, when
2: Civilization 6 coming on uh, PlayStation there, Stephen? <laughs> I don't care. Oh, that's right. It's not coming on that system. Well, I tell okay. you, it's
3: not going to be free on the Switch, though. <laughs> It'll never be a, uh, a Nintendo Switch right. uh, Purple Rainbow Unicorn title. Okay.
2: So with that out of the way, thank goodness, uh, you can get on September the 13th, Surgeon Simulator CPR. Now, these games are for the Nintendo Switch. Uh, On the second, you can get... Or not second. And also on the 13th, you can get Super Dungeon Tactics. And to end things off, on September 14th, this is one that Steven would be looking forward to, is uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 Torna, The Golden Country.
3: I would be looking forward to it. If I enjoyed Xenoblade Chronicles 2 and I didn't, then I'm sorry. You can send hate mail for that. I don't know why. I just didn't like it that much. Okay. And
1: I was kind of surprised by that. But, Graham, like, when can you get Angel 19 on Switch?
3: Oh. Oh. Oh.
2: I, I can't say I didn't deserve that one. Um, yeah. It's not in my notes, so I'm not sure.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm going to give you the release date, and that's never. <laughs>
3: unfortunately so,
1: it's um, sad- Shadow the Tomb Raider, also never.
3: Do you remember when Graham was like, you know, my prediction for E3 is we're going to see a Tomb Raider trilogy for the Switch. And of course, yeah. now that I just made fun of Graham for that, you know what we're going to see, like, in two months? Yeah.
1: And Graham's, Graham's, all Graham's predictions for E3 were, like, Switch releases, so we're, like, going to see the Halo collection on Switch. <laughs> and, you know, we're Uncharted on Switch and all this stuff, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: A guy can dream, okay?
1: Really, I think Graham's
3: <laughs> f- predictions for E3 were were mostly like T-ball like predictions, like I know that were right over in the middle. But this is, like, this, is <laughs> this is what Graham
1: goes. Not true. You know, Graham, this is what you get for for throwing a dig in there. Yeah. Uh, because <laughs> I, we never we never do that to you. And
3: also yeah. for abandoning us for three weeks, so this <laughs> yeah. is like a
1: double whammy. So, come on. I should have known better. <laughs> Figure it out. But Surgeon Simulator, have you pre-ordered that yet?
2: Uh no.
3: Tyler you okay. mock but I actually had surgeon simulator like 2014 on the PC and it's pretty fun.
1: <laughs> is it like the is it like the board game operation?
3: It's a very 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 hard version of that
1: yeah okay
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you gotta cut through so. bones
3: it's not for the faint of heart i can tell you that okay <laughs> all right
1: how graphic is it
3: it's pretty graphic it's like okay. it's, it's it's exactly as you would imagine a simulator of surgeons being i'm not um, sure i'd
1: be interested in that yeah
3: it's it's it, it was it's what on the pc it was like five bucks and it was kind of like a one-off thing like you know you just want to kind of see what it would be like and like it's kind of fun and you play for for an hour maybe two and you're like all right five dollars well spent i don't know how it'd be on the switch probably gonna cost you 10 14 15 bucks you know but we'll see i mean so i'm sure someone will buy it um (laughs) all right it's it's pretty graphic i'm just just saying
1: (laughs) yeah someone named graham but anyway um let's let's move into questions because suddenly we, we all talked so much this week we only have about ten to twelve minutes for questions. So fan Man. Go ahead and see what do we have.
3: All right, our first quack question quack.
1: is from <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Our first quack is Rumham. No, our first question is from Rumham. He asks uh who's your favorite NPC? And I'm okay. assuming you guys don't have one off the top of your head. No, so- I do. I, I know I do. I, I,
1: I do. I just oh. I can't remember the name. I'll so I, 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 I'm, I'm filled with shame right now because I said Halo is my favorite series of all time.
0: Sorry,
1: talking about Johnson? What's up? Talking about Johnson? Yes. Exactly. That is my favorite NPC of all time.
2: You're okay. welcome. Um, well, Thank you. I'm going to say right now, The Witcher 3 has a lot of amazing NPCs. But my favorite NPC is the Baron from The Witcher 3.
1: Okay.
2: I just loved his character. I loved his demeanor. Um, I say I love his character, but there's some reasons why you wouldn't think he's a good person. But mm-hmm. his character was really enjoyable.
3: Graham, a little little, little sidebar here. Um how much does he remind you of Robert Baratheon from Game of Thrones? And I mean the the, the TV show version, because he reminded me a lot of him. You
2: know, in, I, in I do see ways. this. I do see the similarities, like their like their their ideas and like their way of thinking, and their demeanor. And their but demeanor, yeah, 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 yeah.
3: And I don't just mean because they're both like fat, like
2: kings. No, no, yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> no.
3: I just wanted to throw that out there. It just kind of hit me. Um, Last time I was watching Game of Thrones, I was like, and Bloody Baron, or when I was playing Witch 3, and they're like, they're like the same people.
2: Oh Bloody Baron, yeah. That's... Yeah. Well, I think he was just a Baron and his nickname is Bloody Baron.
3: Oh well. Okay. Um mine is a three-way tie between Riku from Kingdom Hearts, Sergeant Johnson from Halo, and Jansen from the last o- or from Lost Odyssey. Um, Jansen's right. hilarious, and if you've ever played Lost Odyssey, you'll understand why. I, he's a great character, uh, right. but those are, those are my three.
1: Pick one, right now.
3: <sighs> Riku, because his, his right. uh, his, I'm his story arc was, uh, yeah.
1: was very Sergeant, good. Sergeant Johnson is so disappointing in you right now, and... Yeah, he'd be disappointed. Yeah
3: me he's i told you he's a three-way tie i can't pick <laughs> i like sergeant right. johnson tyler come on <laughs> says <right>. the guy <laughs> who couldn't <laughs> remember his name i know i'm I yeah, yeah. all right go ahead go sure. ahead all right piracy asks um <laughs> is all access something you'd be interested in doing for the next generation of consoles if it's available uh i think we touched upon this last week absolutely yes yep. 100%, all uh, absolutely. 100 percent.
1: absolutely yeah 100 percent. because if i can get away with getting both consoles next gen because they're both gonna come out in the same damn year because of course they are um if i can get away with getting both with only having to pay like full upfront for one and then having the other one be a monthly fee uh including uh xbox live and including game pass whatever form that takes with the next gen then yeah 100 i'm in I, I didn't even think about that yeah yeah i could
3: actually see myself getting both consoles um on release yep so yeah, no, I'd be I'd be totally in. Yep. Graham right. doesn't have an answer because even, No, no, I, uh, he said he said. He I did said answer. Said. I said No, I, okay. I was making a joke about how it's not available in your country.
2: <laughs> oh, um, <okay>. oh
3: yeah. <laughs> oh yeah,
2: you're yeah. I forgot. It will that. be though. It but yeah, be. no, it is geared towards like all three of us, obviously. We
3: yep.
2: like having the latest and greatest and we don't like having to spend all that money all at once when there's so much other stuff coming out. So yeah if it comes to Canada and if it's an option, I will go for it.
3: All right. All right. Um, next question, Crazy Gamer asks, where should the next Fallout take place? And would you rather go back to an offline campaign or continue to be all online?
2: Uh, I'll answer. Okay, right, go but... ahead.
1: Yeah, go, go.
2: I would like to see it go back to offline because there are still, like, things that worry me about Fallout 76, and I'm sure there's even, like, diehards other than that we know that do not like the prospect of it being an online only because people enjoy their single-player offline do their own thing don't worry about other people kind of idea and I am one of them so like I am being very optimistic with Fallout 76 because I love the franchise I love Bethesda and all that greatness but I would very much like to see it go back now to what world? Uh, that's that's interesting. Um, uh, I don't really have a specific... Uh, if I think of one, I'll uh, I'll butt in and I'll say it, but I would definitely like to see it go back to a single player offline.
3: Yeah. Um, I, I think this question is more tailored for me and Graham than, than Tyler. Um, so I'll go next. Uh, yeah, I would. I also agree with, with Graham that I would like to see it go back to offline. And I think they said it is. I think the next Fallout game is going to be an offline um, so. game. Or at least it might have multiplayer aspects, but it's not going to be fully online the same way. But I do have a place where I think it should take place. And I think it should take place in China, um, which is, if memory serves correctly, is like the, the one who nukes. Like, I think China nukes America in the Fallout games every time. Um, it might be Russia though, but if I, so I assume that we, that America knew China as well. Um, and so if that's the case, I would like to see a fallout game in China. I think that creates some very interesting areas to explore. Um, and yeah, that's, that's my answer. If, if I had to choose one in America, um, well, I know they're doing fallout Miami as a mod, so that could probably create some cool, cool areas. Um, mm-hmm. New York would probably be another, New York or Seattle, um, could be could be interesting. So those would be my my three options there.
1: Okay, so what I'll say is this: like, let's see what 76 is. First of all, that's true. I was uh, yeah, you know, yeah, that. That. 76 might turn out to be something that's like all encompassing, that brings in players who love playing solo and love playing online all together into a great experience. We don't know yet. And that's wishful thinking, probably. But we don't know. So let's see. Um, as far as where, have they set anything on the West Coast yet?
3: Yes. New Vegas was set in Nevada Vegas. and the very eastern parts of California. so, so Southern California.
1: Okay. So I was going to say uh, San Francisco.
3: Okay. Right.
1: Um, but if we're going internationally, I'd like to see London, actually.
3: I don't know if that fits in the lore, though. I could I know, be wrong. But, I... yeah. It's been a minute. A Nuka uh, Wanderer in our community will let me know. Yeah, <laughs> he, he, <laughs> will, he will. He and... will definitely <laughs> correct us very, very, very
2: fast. I'll say yeah. anywhere. <laughs> it's fine yeah. by me.
1: But I feel like uh, modern games don't get set in like areas like London that much. Like we see, like Assassin's Creed, get set there. Um, other games, um, uh, like set in the past. Yeah, like World War II games get set in London. So. Yeah, but I'd like to see something current, um, not like the G.I. Joe movie, you know, where what happens in London happens, but but yeah, I, I would like to kind of see that. All right, uh, but that's probably all the time we have for questions. Uh, uh, it's more than all the time we have time. for questions, so um, <laughs> let's go ahead and get out of here. Uh, I just want to remind everybody real quick that uh, you can join the community by going on to Facebook and looking up the Gaming Hub forums. You can head on to Twitch and look up TXH Gaming Hub there. From either of those places, Twitch or or Facebook, you can click on our link for Discord and join that community. That's where we probably have the most discussion and uh, everything around all of our community play events, etc. If you want to help support the community, we'd really, really appreciate that and the, the best ways to do that twitch uh txh gaming hub there again you can uh if you're an amazon prime member you get a free twitch uh, prime sub every single month if you choose to spend that on us awesome we really appreciate that if not spend it on somebody but you can also go to patreon.com gaminghub gaming hub uh and if you're a patron at the five dollar or higher level you are in, entered to win a free 60 game every single month which we're going to be doing the giveaway for next week by the way so if you have been on the fence about it now's the time to get in a lot of awesome games coming out here in the next uh, 30 days or so so with that everybody oh and one last reminder please uh, visit the xboxhub.com we are the official show, uh, podcast of that site so with that uh, site for all the latest and all your Xbox gaming news and the Hub.com for all the latest and Nintendo news. So, with that, that is episode number 121. And we'll be back next week with episode number 122. Until then, everybody, uh, this is Tyler for uh, Graham and Steve. Thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week and have a great week, everybody. Have Happy gaming, everyone. Spider-Man. Yes, play Spider-Man. Bye, everybody.